Okay, I'm just gonna start. Okay, welcome back everybody to the self-love series um, with me, Cassatiga, where our goal is to spread and share self-love through others and their stories as you are on your journey um, to self-love yourself. Today's guest, um, I'm really excited about. She is, um, besides being amazing, but in detail, she is an author, an artist, an activist, and just one of the kindest people I know. And her name is Quincy Hambrick. Quince, welcome to the show. Thanks, Cass. Yes. Um, so just like we normally start, well, before maybe I ask you your question, did you want to share anything else about yourself besides that intro? I think you did a great <laughs> job. Um, no, thanks for having me, Cass. I okay. really appreciate you. Thank you. Awesome. You're welcome. And so just with our opener that we always do, it's um, starting with good news. So any good news that you want to share, maybe that's already happened or maybe it's going to be happening that you're excited for. Yes, I I don't know how much time you want me to take, but like I'm I honestly am really, really excited about life right now. And um, so I would love to share some of the good news that I yeah. have. Um, I guess I'll start with a few weeks ago. I had um, well myself and some friends, we decided to put on um, a block party of sorts. And really, it was just a way for us to invite local activists, entrepreneurs, artists um, to get together and support one another. You know, a lot of what I do when I'm interacting with uh, different locals, I just see so many amazing people doing amazing things, like similar to what you're doing. Um, but it, people just following their own passions, and I, I really wanted to uh, provide a platform to highlight that and also to let people know that they're not alone in what they're doing, um, just a sense of connectivity. So. Um, that was a really wonderful night. Um, local performers, um, again, people displaying their art, activists and organizers, um, just kind of getting their message out there. So that was a really powerful night. Um, also, this past weekend, I was invited by a friend of mine um, to participate in it was called a, a zine release event, or sorry, zine, like a magazine. Mm -hmm. um, and that was just highlighting some local black artists around Utah. Um, and for me, that was, again, just so empowering because um, as many of you know, there's not a whole lot of black people in yeah. Utah. Um, so just having that sense of community and, and, and being recognized and um, being allowed to share Starseed. That was my first time reading my book, Starseed, in front of an audience, and I was really, really nervous, but just having it received um, so well was, was beautiful, and being able to, um, you know, have other local black artists perform, whether it was through dance or spoken word and poetry, um, or, you know, rapping, singing, it, mm -hmm. was, it, was, it was phenomenal. Um, so those are a few of the things that have gone on recently. And then I'm also looking forward to, um, well, I guess I'll just say I, uh, one, a member of the Salt Lake City Arts Council reached out to me, um, about a week and a half ago and encouraged me to 
submit some of my artwork um, to become a commissioned artist for the city of Salt Lake and, and possibly be able to um, do some artwork downtown. Um, so I submitted some pieces and waiting to hear back about that. But That's so it's just, awesome. yeah, a lot of exciting, good things going on and I'm excited about the momentum. I love that. Yeah. That's great. Thank you. Um, I feel like, and it's crazy because I mean, it's different like levels, but in the end, I feel like I could still relate in what you mentioned about some of the recent events that you were able to be a part of and just how certain things can make you feel like how important like a sense of community is in feeling that um, and that you're like not alone and that you're seen um, amongst people that are like the same. And not only that, but then the power that also comes with in that community sharing your passion. Absolutely. Um, like I know for me, that's kind of where this all stemmed from is, I mean, it, it's in a different type of setting, but like through church and my mm -hmm. calling, um, which I never would have expected, but it was crazy just how things happened of sharing what I saw a need for mm -hmm. and that I also had the need for myself, which was self-love that I saw all the teenage girls we're almost like starving for um, and working and putting that passion that I felt in trying to grow that with my, within myself and for them, like doing that on top of the church that I'm in is like all Tongan members. Mm -hmm. And so all the girls being like similar to where you just, it's hard to explain other than just feeling like that's where you're understood and like you can relate to most, you know? Right. So I get in like when you put those two things together, um, just like how powerful it can be. And you just really can't beat like the joy that comes from that when you just like feel at home and accepted. Absolutely. Sharing your passion and something you're passionate about. Absolutely. So I love that so much. Um, and I love that that message can be heard, but related to on like a different level. But in the end, it's all the same. If that for makes sure, sense. for sure. So I love that. Um, you brought up a little bit, and I brought up in the beginning that you are an author, and you mentioned your book, so amazing. So Starseed is your book. Can you tell people a little bit about your book? Sure. Um, Starseed. It's an illustrated short story, and basically, um, each of the illustrations depict how I felt going through different stages of my healing process. Um, and I actually did all of the sketches prior to doing writing any of the narrative. And so um, the sketches depict like feelings of, of depression, isolation, anxiety, um, like restlessness, my mind not being able to focus on any one particular thing, um, questioning what my purpose was basically. Um, and then coming to the realization of like, I need to just let go of what's not serving me. Um, I feel like so many of us hold on to a lot of what really doesn't belong to us. We hold on to a lot of um, past traumas, things that have been put onto us, um, other people's baggage, you know, that they weren't quite ready to heal from themselves. And we carry that with us. And it was pretty much just my way of saying that I didn't want this anymore. Um, I didn't deserve it. I deserve to be happy. Um, <clears throat> sorry. So yeah, it just walks the reader through that. And then I also, <laughs> you're good. I also, 
included some negative space, meaning that there are some pages that don't have anything on them. Um, because for me, a lot of my healing came through being able to write or sketch or even just writing down lyrics. Or I know a lot of people, um, you know, love positive affirmations or any, you know, type of any type of guidance, really. Um, so that negative space there is left for the owner to be able to participate alongside the narrative um, so that they feel a sense of connectivity and that they can um, get their emotions out and feel like they're not alone. I love that. Yeah. It's so amazing. And it's such a powerful book. We'll go over in the end where people can like find the book and things like that. But it definitely is a heartfelt book. I feel like nobody can read it and not feel that. And they can relate on whatever it is that they have went through or they're going through. Um, and yeah, I love it. Thank so you. we'll bring that up um, in the end again on where people can find that. Um, to be blessed by what is Starseed. Um, so our next little thing that we like to go over before we get into more in-depth conversation is something that you love about yourself. I love that I'm an oddball, to be yeah. real. Like, and it hasn't always been that way. It's been a long time coming. Um, but I do. I feel like I kind of have always just kind of gone to the beat of my own little drum. And, yes. And I feel like I have um, an ability to find an art and a beauty in everything and everyone. Because I do feel like when people find their passion, it is an art. And I mm -hmm. feel like so often we sell ourselves short and we think that like, oh, my XYZ isn't as good as somebody else's. Yes. You know, my sketching isn't as good or my painting mm -hmm. or my, but that's not the case. Like there's an art to everything. There's an art to yeah. conversation and listening and gardening and decorating your home and being hospitable and writing. There's an art to everything. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think that those are definitely things I love about myself. I love that. And I think too with that, like I think everyone has gotten caught up in that, um, in doubting like their art or their talents. But I truly believe that your specific talent and your art is meant to speak to only a specific amount of people that need it. Like in your message, may not be heard or received or your art seen with the beauty that it has. Like it may not be seen by all people, but the ones that it's like meant for, cause I definitely feel like beside yourself, which is the most important that it moves and touches. I feel like it's, there's people specifically meant for you out there to be touched by your message and your art, what you have to bring to the table. And so I feel like that's the thing that could be like heartbreaking when people try to like quiet themselves. For or sure. they're too scared to live in like their truth or be themselves because there's people out there that need so much mm -hmm. to see who they are and know who they are so that they can do the same. Absolutely. You know? It's empowering. And you've definitely have always been that way. I know you said it wasn't always easy for you, but me and Quince are first cousins and grew up together, always being close. Um, through school, like high school, we went together. And Quince has always been that way. I mean, anyone that knows her knows that she's always been her and did her own thing. And I just feel like so blessed and lucky to have had that constant 
example in my life, especially at a time that was like so like crucial, I feel, for young kids to have like positive role models. You definitely are always that for me in just being unapologetically like yourself. And so you. I, I love that about you. And then you also had brought up and maybe I translated it different, but it's another thing that I loved about you and thought to bring up when I said like that you're one of the kindest people is I feel like even regardless when we were younger, it's like a cop out and excuse to like say that women always like gossip or things like that. And I myself am guilty of that. But I've noticed like throughout all of our years, you've been one that always tried to like stray away from that conversation or kind of like shut down the negativity. Like I know if someone ever like brings up a negative comment and you're around, like you don't continue to spread that negative energy or like those bad vibes. And I've always loved that about you. Thank you. I can't always say that I've ever, <laughs> that I've been that way. I know I've been guilty of that. I feel like a lot of people can relate to that, but I love, and I think it's like so like special for people to have those kind of people in their lives that are that example so that people could strive to just be kinder and notice more when they're like sharing negativity and spreading that. That means a lot so, to me. Thank you. Yeah. You're thank welcome. You, thank you. Um, so, um, if you could kind of, and I know like you got into it a little bit in talking about Starseed, um, but just sharing with us, obviously, cause it's self-love series, um, what self-love means to you and what your journey through it has been like to bring you to the good place that you are now. Ooh. I know it's such a loaded thing. It is. But there's all the time. And we're, okay, you ready to get? Yes. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it is a heavy thing, but um, I'm, I am excited that I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm finally getting to a place where I can talk about it and feel empowered as opposed to being sad. Um, maybe, let's see, here we go. I haven't even started yet. <laughs> um, I think, first of all, self-love for me means, oh, it means so many things, but I feel like just allowing myself to identify who I am and my authenticity, um, you know, kind of speaking to things that you'd mentioned before, allowing ourselves to be who we truly are without um, reservation or without worrying about judgment, even though it is such a hard thing mm -hmm. um, because society, the world that we live in, um, it has so many preconditioned expectations of who we should be as, as individuals, as humans, as women, as, as everything, you know, just so many expectations. Um, so allowing ourselves to be who we were meant to be and following our passions um, is self-love because mm -hmm. then it allows not only ourselves to be our best versions of ourselves, but it allows other people to see that and gives them permission to do the same. Um, and then as far as my journey goes, <clears throat> I feel like I remember so my self-love journey, um, there's a few different 
aspects of myself that have always been hard mm-hmm. for me. Um, I mean, being biracial and again, not having many people on my black side yeah. to relate and connect to. Um, and as far as like the culture and wanting to feel passionate about it. Um, and then, you know, being a woman in society and having those expectations. Um, but I think for me, the biggest has been my sexuality. Mm-hmm. Is it all right that I talk about Yeah, it? Okay. absolutely. Um, I hoped that you did. I remember it was when my mom and I were still living down in Glendale. So I had to have been like six or seven years yeah. old. I knew I was gay. Mm-hmm. And... And I don't know at the time if I necessarily knew like specifically like what it was called or. Yeah. But I knew I was different and I knew that I didn't want to be with a man. And like I remember um, laying on the bottom bunk of my little bunk bed Mm -hmm. and thinking about what at the time what I felt like my life would have to be. because, you know, I didn't really know any better, but I just remember like thinking like, okay, when I grow up, I'm going to be expected to marry a man. Mm-hmm. And automatically, and even now, just like thinking about that, like, oh, just like the anxiety and the tension in my tummy. Um, yeah. But like thinking and like going through all these different scenarios about like how I could get out of it. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, okay, well maybe I'll marry like some really, really old dude and maybe I'll just die. <laughs> And I could be like a widow and like do my own thing <laughs> See, the rest of my it. life. I did it. I followed her. <laughs> but like, you know, just like because I didn't. So, yeah, I remember like going through these different scenarios because of what I thought was what I thought was expected of me, you know. And I mean, realistically, I know that I know my mom would have protected me. Mm-hmm. Like, but I also didn't want her to have to. Yeah. And. Like, part of me was also kind of angry, even at that little of an age, knowing that, like, she shouldn't have to. That's not something that should be required. Yeah, of a parent to do for their own kid. Right, right. Um, And, like, also just being so aware and knowing of how much, you know, she had on her plate and how much of, again, like I said before, how much of other people's baggage that she was holding and other people's traumas that really weren't hers to carry but so often as we do we we carry it and I just kind of going to kind of sidestep a little bit I want to commend you for doing this because I feel like the way <clears throat> the way that we end these generational um, traumas is by doing this type of work and this type of healing and it can't happen until people actually talk about it and address it and And talk talk with with one another you know it doesn't we don't have to agree on everything or anything but we still need to be respectful Mm -hmm. and hear one another out so i appreciate you doing this and providing the space because it's providing a lot of healing that otherwise may not have happened so yeah um just just knowing from a very young age that I didn't want to put more than was necessary and so ultimately I think I just decided to pretend like Mm -hmm. this is who I have to be um 
And it forces people to, when people have to be who they aren't in order, in order to make other people um, feel comfortable or safe, we lose our own sense of identity. And I think for so long, through the majority of my life, I didn't really know who I was because I didn't allow myself to be the real me because I was too busy trying to make everybody else feel comfortable, you know, mm -hmm. and to keep myself safe and to mm -hmm. keep my mom safe, um, even though it may not have been necessary. So going through life like that, um, I'll just kind of fast forward to when I finally did decide to come out. The very first person that I did come out to was my best friend, Rose. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember having that conversation with her. It was around Thanksgiving. It might have even been on Thanksgiving Day. I think I was like 22 years old. Mm -hmm. And it's how a conversation I feel should be. You know, she's yeah. like, okay, Quince, like, how is it? How are you, you know, like, cool. Like, how are things? And like, having that was the biggest relief initially, you know? Because mm -hmm. um, it was just like, all right, well, how's the weather type of a thing? Yeah. Um, and then shortly after that, like I let my parents know, and, and that was fine also, you know, um, accepting, loving. I didn't really expect any less. Mm -hmm. And then like as I was gearing up to come out to like the re extended family and yeah. everything, I didn't really know how to go about that. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, just confiding in someone aside from the three previous who I'd already confided in and, and ultimately being outed and at the time, it felt like the grossest violation of like privacy and trust. But ultimately, like now that I'm through it, I realized that, you know, we're all just people. And I feel like, although it may not have been their intentions, they were probably just doing what they felt necessary to to seek the best help and advice, doing what they thought was what they thought was right yeah type of a thing um but that was that was rough and uh, i'm gonna keep like, yeah going even deeper i remember like at that point was the time in my life when i thought like maybe this to do this on your no you're good I just felt like like I couldn't comprehend because I felt like I had always been kind of just like what I needed people to be me yeah and I remember just after I had found out that I had been outed like being at home and just standing in my shower and letting like the water hit my face and just like standing there for I don't even know how long I think you like I don't want this anymore like I don't I don't know that it was necessarily that I wanted my life to end but I wanted my life the way it was yeah. to be done type of a thing. 
And I'm really honestly very fortunate that I was in the relationship that I was in at the time. Mm -hmm. um, because it was a wonderful support system. And even to this day, um, Matt, I trust her more than anybody on this earth. And even though our dynamic may have changed, um, that relationship, I still gained so much. And I hold that so, so very dear to my heart. Um, so it was... It was a life-altering time, but it was it was definitely necessary. Um, and then from there, I went through so many different stages. I went through, obviously, like anger and resentment, and like, just like bitterness, and where I would like just keep my distance and um, and yeah, isolation. And um, and then I went through a phase of just kind of making light or making fun of my sexuality because it was my way of kind of making the joke about myself first. Before, before anyone. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, and I did that for a while. And then I just kind of, I got to a point where it just was like, what is this getting me? It's not efficient. Um, I'm not helping myself. I'm not helping anybody else. My bitterness isn't a reflection of anybody else other than where I'm at, you know? Mm -hmm. So do something about it, you know? Like, you're not the only person who's experiencing this, Quincy. Like, do something about it. Um, and so ultimately, I feel like that's when I decided I really, really needed to get back to something that I had always loved growing up. I had, I've always loved writing. I have, I don't even know how many journals and diaries I have. I just... I've always, because it was a way to get how I was feeling out and not have to worry about, um, not have to worry, not just, you know, not being self-conscious, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's what led me to, to get back into like sketching and writing and, and um, yeah, like I said previously, I, I did each of the sketches for Starseed, kind of taking the reader through each of the stages of that healing process yeah. um and it was a way for me to just kind of analyze myself and mm -hmm. what I was lacking and um asking myself you know why do you need all of this from other people why do you need their approval why do you need them to tell you that you're worthy of something why are you waiting for people to tell you who you are. You know who you are, you know you're talented, you know you're creative, you know you're kind, you know you're genuine, you know you're pure. So show it, you know? Um, and yeah, and then like the narrative just kind of came along with it. Star, the main little character, Starseed. Um, it's, it's what I relate to, kind of feeling, and I don't know how many people um, follow like starseeds, indigos, empaths, all of that. But that's always, that's something that has resonated with me, just kind of feeling like somewhat of an outsider, but still like, I mean, each of us kind of are in our own sense until we find our own passion and what the ultimate goal is um, and what the reason is, you know, why, why we're here. Yeah. Um, and so ultimately that's the meaning of starseed and ultimately that's what got me here and I feel like I'm finally at a point where I've come out the other end and 
it's been a long time coming yeah. a long time coming but it feels good yeah. yeah do you um so would you say all of the hard years really that have led up to this space that you're in now and like the moments that you've had now and the joy that you've gotten from them do you would you say that it's like you feel it's worth it like oh, everything you've been through absolutely yeah I just feel like it's it's necessary and now I'm at a point where I'm excited because I'm finally realizing that for so much of my life I've just given everybody else the ultimate say as to who I am mm -hmm. and and it's like again like why it's not necessary each of us know who we really want to be you know deep down and yeah. each of us are passionate about something yeah um but i feel like again whether it's societally or just in general a lot of us are, are taught so much of um who we who we are expected to be mm -hmm. i guess whether it's like we have to work a certain job in order to be effective or efficient or worthwhile or we have to go to school and get a certain degree or we have to, you know, there's a lot of outside influences mm -hmm. that can be put on us. Um, but ultimately everyone's going through it. And, yeah. and I think that's another thing that's contributed to why I feel like it only makes sense to be kind mm -hmm. because you don't know right. what internal little personal hell somebody's going through Yes, and everyone is going through something. And even though that other person's something, maybe nothing to you, it's, everything to them yeah and so it just it just makes sense to be kind i love that you brought that up because i felt as you were sharing your journey which thank you for doing that i know it felt like a lot but i felt prompted that i had to like bring up and i will say that i probably i know i could have brought it up like sooner because it's not something that just came to me like now. It's something that's always been in the back of my mind. Oh, I'm gonna get emotional. Um, and I've like always wanted to sit and have the conversation with you, but I don't know if I was like nervous or what, but just in what you said of like, just we make it so complicated when it comes down to just all, the best we could do in this life is be kind. Right. Like everyone is going through something different. Um, and at the end of the day, that's all we can do is our best and be kind to the best of, I wouldn't even say to the best of our abilities because no, everyone could just be kind. Right. Because um, people could try to justify that and exactly. say that that's their best. When it's right. like, no, it's being kind is just purely being kind. Right. And why I bring that up is because I know at, the time when um, you came out, um, I remember like texting you when I had like heard about it and um, just like telling you that I still like loved you and stuff. But I know at the same time, in the same breath, in the same text I sent you, I felt that I had to reinstate like my beliefs and things like that, my religious beliefs, which had really no reason to be included in that text and that I still loved you and that you were no different to me. Um, 
And so I'm just sorry that, because I can only imagine like how you felt. And I just feel like a lot of people do that. You know, that we feel when something's different or foreign to us, we don't fully understand it yet. We've never been through it. We feel like we're being kind and accepting, but in the same like breath, we feel we have to like reaffirm our stance if it's something we don't agree with, you know, or believe in. And I regret that. I don't feel that it was necessary. I feel like it was naive of me to do. Um, and at the end of the day, it, I feel like when someone comes to you, when they know that they are in a sensitive place or struggling, whether it be coming out as being gay or something else, anything that they may be struggling through, at the end of the day, it's as easy as just like saying I'm there for you and I love you and I accept you, you know, not feeling like we have to add anything to it. Cause no one knows, sorry, more than that person going through it, where you stand. That's why they're so hesitant to even come out with their truth. Um, and I mean, it's unfortunate that it's like obviously taken me like a long time to know that. And so I just wanted to tell you that I'm sorry and you're amazing. And I mean, your strength just in that. That's why I knew we needed to do this because I know there's people out there that need to hear um, not only like your side of things. And again, it doesn't even have to be specifically towards like coming out, you know, or being gay. Just anything. I think people need to hear your bravery and that in the end it's it's worth it to keep like fighting and pushing forward to do it for you, but also just for other people to just know, just be kind, you know, like no one knows more than that person where you stand, what you believe, whatever, just be kind, like, stop guess. making it so much more than that. So I just wanted to say that to you. I hope you know that that, that means everything to me. And I hope you know that I don't know. Again, I just appreciate you and your maturity and your willingness to create this space and to be vulnerable because, again, it's not an easy thing. I don't care what it is that each of us are vulnerable about. We all have it. And it's never an easy thing to open up and to talk about it, let alone to invite people into your home and your space and, and to create this safe environment for people to feel safe in a sense of community. So... I completely appreciate you and I love you. So thank yeah. you. I love you too. Thank you. Yeah. Um, what does, like at this point in your life, what does self-care look like to you? I like to ask that because I feel like people think like looking through like memes or social media that like self-care is only a certain type of thing. And that's why I like to ask everyone that because I love that it shows that it means so many things and it it doesn't even have to be something that someone else says like it's such a personal thing right kind of like to each his own so absolutely um i think for me again just going back to the fact that i am such uh, i love solitude i love solitude i love yes. being alone a lot of people understandably so find being alone lonely or yeah. scary and I think because of the fact that 
for a good portion of my life, like I've just learned to be alone and mm-hmm. I've learned for a lot of it, it, it did feel lonely, but now like coming out the other side, I feel like um, I just find a peace in it. I'm able to control my own energy. Yeah. So I think for me, self-care is being mindful of the energies I allow around myself. And if I feel like something or someone is draining or toxic, being willing to remove myself from that situation, not being cruel to them or mm-hmm. being, but having enough self-awareness and self-respect to say, I need to go home. <laughs> I yeah. love being home. I love just being alone, isolation, solitude. Um, and just, yeah, being mindful and aware of where I'm at, paying attention to not only what's going on up in my mind, but just myself as a whole. I think we too often as humans allow our minds to just have too much control. Yeah. And I feel like we really need to understand that we don't always have to believe what our mind is saying. Mm-hmm. We really don't. It's only one little small cog in an entire system. Yes. You know, you have your heart and your soul, spirit, energy, source, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Um, you're an entire being. So just paying attention to those things and what's helping, um, continuing to follow, follow that and what's hurting, just letting it go. I love that. That makes me think of like a quote that I um, heard this past year and I talked about it when I did like a self-love camp with um, the young women and shared with them and it resonated with a lot of the girls and it was about your thoughts and how that has so much to do with like your self-love and accepting yourself and it was don't let your mind bully your body. Yeah and I feel like it's such like a light bulb because a lot of times I don't feel like people realize that like how that isn't truth it's just it's like a game almost that you have to like overcome and realize that you can control it um and you feed it with all the different like you said the different types of energies that you have in um surrounding you and the type of media you take in all that feeds um what then your mind tells you absolutely so i love that you brought that up absolutely and solitude too i think that regardless of if people are able to live alone or if they have a family or whatever, I feel like that is a key, especially like when you feel just like noisy, like your life is noisy. I love that you said that word. You need to just take a break. Yes. Whatever that may be, if it's a bath, alone if yep. it's sitting on the toilet but closing <laughs> your some sort of doors that barricade yep. a space between you and another person sitting in the car in the garage whatever <laughs> it is I think that that's like a must Absolutely. that people need to and if you don't feel comfortable in alone time with yourself even more of a reason you need to do it to like yeah. really figure out what's going on to help you try to like heal and feel better. So I love that that was yours. Do you feel like that would be the same thing in the next question, which is um, what is an automatic pick me up for you when you're down? That's one of them. One of, I feel like nature. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That's always been for you. Always. I love even in like this type of 
shizzy weather. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll, almost every day you can find me at Liberty Park. Like whether regardless of what time I get off work or if I have to go before. Um, I love being down at the park, primarily Liberty Park, just because there's just something about just like putting my earbuds in, whether it's listening to music or podcasts or and like just being able to walk in those circles. And I think the mindlessness of it, like not having to know where I'm going, like it's just it's the same thing over and over. I don't have to think I don't have to be in my thoughts. I can Mm -hmm. just be. And it's it's almost meditative. Yes. and and yeah, just I feel like nature in general, I feel like it is a lost art appreciating that. I feel like people, ancient people and a lot of native and indigenous people who are still around today still know how to appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, earth, moon, stars, sky, water, all of it is is healing. And I feel like it can all be learned from. It's been around forever and it's still here. Um, so yeah, I feel like definitely being alone in nature, music, writing, art, instant pick-me-ups. I love that. I've just barely experienced like being able to get in that kind of like mind frame and zone almost this past year. Um, I struggle with being more active. It's it's my goal. It's my big goal this year that I'm still like, <laughs> there's still some time I could check it off like my <laughs> list. If I could just do a few consecutive weeks um, is being active, but I know like getting like experience that was me going on like walks mm-hmm. but almost having it be like a guided walk yeah where i would listen to gratitude practices and almost just do those um and it's crazy because i've always thought of like when i heard of meditating like i don't get how people could just turn off all their other thoughts and like focus on it i always right. wanted to experience it but i feel like when i tried i almost sabotaged myself by like <laughs> trying to think things to be like you can't trick me like you can't fix this it thinks too much right but then when I actually did one because the lady I listened to like she talked about it working best when you're like on a walk by yourself out in nature Mm -hmm. so I would do that just like on a lunch break and go out and walk and do like her gratitude practices and just focusing on like the words that were being said Mm -hmm. and like the prompting she was talking about And it really is like so crazy of really just being present in the moment. Exactly. Is like everything. Exactly. So I would wish that in everyone's lifetime that they are able to experience being able to do that. I love that. Because I feel like you just can't, can't beat feeling that way. It's so (laughs) great, especially with how crazy life can get and the world could be. It's great to be able to have that. Yeah, it's easy to get carried away, lost in thought. But yeah, yeah. Um, anything else that you left out of any automatic pick me ups? Um, I yeah, nature, solitude, music, art. I do love taking baths. I really, really do. You do, you I and your mom. Do yeah, it's I love that. the weightlessness of it is so nice. Um. Yeah, and just being home. So when you take a bath, do you always, like, do you feel like you have to have showered? There's people that are, like, bath sticklers, and they're, mm-hmm. like, think it's disgusting. I don't feel that. I used to shave in the bath, uh-huh. which I don't anymore. But um, <laughs> what, do you, does it not matter? You bathe whenever you want to? I bathe whenever I want. Like, I took a bath before I came here. I love that. <laughs> I, 
I got my little, and I like making moon water. I don't what know is moon water? I'm so excited you asked. <laughs> um, so you like whip some out of your pot. <laughs> like, happy, you, no. Um, well, moon water is just like each time, for me anyway, the way that I, I make it and I feel connected to it is each time that I know that there's going to be a new moon, with each new moon comes a new, a new phase mm-hmm. or a new um, opportunity to either focus on something that you want to um, grow within yourself or mm-hmm. heal or let go of. Um, and so all I do is I get, I have my little like jars and I put some um, like kosher salt in it. So um, like sea salt, mm-hmm. I guess. And usually I'll use some of like the ash from like sage I've already burnt mm-hmm. and put a little bit of that in it and then put some water in it. And then I just set it out overnight, the new moon. Um, and for me, it's more of like just the mindfulness mm-hmm. going into it. Um, what that particular moon is focusing on and yeah. what it is that I want to use as an opportunity whether again like to either let go of or um, improve upon or to grow Um, and then I have that little jar of moon water that I just pour a little bit into my bath with my salt um, my bath salts and that's awesome bubble bath and then on the next new moon I usually I've ran out by that time and then I'll just do another little jar and it's a new phase and that is so cool who dis so (laughs) I mean but I don't know well, I like, I'm not super familiar with those things, but like, do you feel like it's almost the same thing with crystals? Like I've seen a lot about crystals mm-hmm. when people get certain ones because they represent different things. Yep. Do you feel like it's like that same type of thing? Yep, absolutely. Because I, like I said, I don't know though. I've never like tried those things, mm-hmm. but I think they're awesome. But oils are that for me, <sighs> like oils for me, essential mm-hmm. oils, they like can bring different like feelings yep. and healing. Yep. And some people think it's crazy. It doesn't matter. My sisters may not get it and my husband may not, but when he's sick, he's asking where the oil is. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, what's that? You want my oils? I know. So I love it. I, yes, yeah. my oils are a go-to. So I get that. I think that's awesome. And I love that you brought that up. Do you have a favorite oil? Um, does it just like depend on what you need? I don't know if I have like one single, but like my favorite oil to do, or my favorite oil blend to diffuse right now is lavender and it's called stress away Ooh. it's like a oil blend so uh-huh. i know it's like a few things i just don't know what's in it nice. but i love that and i swear by having the best sleep when you diffuse oils do you have a diffuser i don't i need oh, man. to you need, need to invest in that it's so good that sounds amazing so awesome um okay so last question i would ask you um, is what advice would you give to your younger self? Mm, a few things. Um, I think first and foremost, for myself, question everything. Um, I feel like it's it's so important just to not um, feel like we have to take everything as a given. Um, and not even from a perspective of discrediting someone else mm-hmm. or what their truth is, because what's true for you and what works for you mm-hmm. may not necessarily, I mean, obviously it's, it's not going to always be the case for me. 
And so I would definitely say, don't be afraid to question, be curious, um, seek your own answers, um, because that's how you really, really find out who you are and what your truths are. Um, so yeah, question everything. And I think the biggest thing would be ultimately to realize that other people's happiness is up to them. Mm -hmm. um, and that I'm not responsible. Yeah, I'm not responsible for other people's happiness. And I think that, um, again, just going back to society and what we're taught, especially as women, I feel like we're taught that we have to carry so much of other people's stuff in order to be a nurturer or to yeah. be loving or effective or valued. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just not true. Right. It's not true. Um, other people's happiness is their responsibility. And if um, anything about the way that I am makes someone else feel some type of way, that's not a reflection on me. Mm -hmm. It's a reflection on where they're at in this process. And I don't, again, I don't need to go down vibe at their level. Um, but I also don't have to entertain it, mm -hmm. period. Like, um, so yeah, my own happiness is all that I'm responsible for. Yes. And I think that that. I love that so much. That's so great. Because then on the flip side, that could be great advice for other kids that may be struggling, you know, to like know themselves or understand their identity. So yeah, I, love I love that. And thank you for sharing that. Um, so wrapping up, um, I like to do at the end of every um, episode is just like a call to action. So for any of the viewers or listeners um, to kind of take something from this episode and apply to themselves in their journey to strengthen their self-love or in trying to find it. And I feel like, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like from the conversation we've had, I think the call to action should be to just be kind. I feel like that's the universal language that whether people realize it or not, we all can speak. We all are able to do. It doesn't require anything. Right. Um, and so just wherever people are, I mean, lift where you stand um, and just be kind when you come across anybody. And just remember that everyone's going through something different. And whether it's something you understand or have gone through, just to know that everyone struggles and they feel things at a different level than someone else does. So just to be kind and loving towards someone, do you think that that should be our call to action? I think that that is spot on. Um, ditto everything you said, it costs nothing to be kind. It feels good mm -hmm. and it's a reflection of just where you're at in this ultimate process. Um, and I think that, that that's the point of all of this. Yes. So I agree. And I mean, that ties into a lot, like my last episode, the end goal was like service to find ways that you can serve mm -hmm. in your community or um, in your home, just little things like during your day that you can do to serve other people. And I think just like service and like kindness, I think they can both be considered like 
And I think self-love is too, the gift that keeps on giving. Mm -hmm. I feel like when you're kind to someone or you serve someone even in the smallest way, like you don't know, but that could be something that completely changes the course of their whole day or their energy. Absolutely. And then they do that same small thing to someone that they come across. And it's just like a chain reaction. So I think a lot of times we don't realize the power that we have um, in shifting like the energy and the atmosphere um, by just doing the simplest things that we, I think we're like inherently born with is to just be kind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So love that. That's your call to action, people, (laughs) is to be be kind. Be kind. And thank you so much for listening or watching this episode. Uh, Make sure to subscribe if you haven't already or follow, comment, and like. Um, If it's on YouTube, turn on the bell notifications to be notified of any upcoming episodes that we have. Um, But also just, we would love to get feedback. Um, Comment um, if you do the call to action. Um, share with us different things that you did or maybe kindness that you experienced um, when you really needed it and how that changed um, your mood or your day. We would love to hear from you. Um, Quince, where can people find you? Like on social media, if they want to follow you in your journey, your art. Um, And then also where can they find Starseed? So Starseed is available on Amazon or if you want to go to my um account at bookbaby.com um and then just look up starseed and all one word s-t-r sorry s-t-a-r-s-e-e-d it would help if i knew how to spell the name of my own book (laughs) um and then as far as my instagram my personal account quincy q-u-i-n-c-i underscore lou l-o-u at instagram Whatever. I'm just like slaughtering this whole thing at Instagram.com. No. Um, or as far as my artwork goes, um, my art account is Indigo Sketches. So Indigo, I-N-D-I-G-O-S-K-E-T-C-H-E-S, all one word, Indigo Sketches. Awesome. And I will also include those in the description of the video so you can click those and find her book as well as her accounts. Um, But other than that, that's it. Thank you. Yay.